Hey guys, welcome to Stories from 96. It's your host, Tolo Abalade. Just going to go straight to the point and talk about the pressure to succeed. Alright, so before I get into that, I have to give you a bit of context and a background into my life. So I'm the last born in my family. I have an older brother and sister. My brother and sister both schooled in the UK. They went to the University of Nottingham and both got degrees in pharmacy. Yes, both of them. My mom has a master's degree in education and she actually owns a school so like she built and owns a school in nigeria so that's kind of interesting and my dad is actually he hasn't he had a math degree for undergrad then he got an mba and he actually was the manager director of two banks now he's retired so and now he's retired so just trying to give you a context of these are the people that are in my life and these are the people that i've been surrounded by and the one thing people always ask me is basically you know, how does it feel? How do you deal with all the pressures that you have to deal with on a normal day? Because I was born into a family of high achievers. So how was I able to deal with this? Especially with the fact that I am the first in my family to the U.S. and study here. So it was a completely different change and a completely different... And honestly, all it was quite difficult. So it comes down to how was I able to deal with these pressures. And that's what I'm going to be focusing on on this podcast. Alright, so first of all, I'm going to talk about how how does it feel to be the last one in a successful family of Nigerians. So, being the last one, I think people always feel like the first ones have it really rough. But I can equally say that last ones have it difficult as well. It's just a different kind of... It's just a different kind of burden than each group has. So as a last born, you're basically expected to follow the status quo. Especially coming from my background, the status quo was actually successful people. And if and God forbid it's if my family was this, just my brother and sister were serious with their lives, then obviously the pressure would have come down to me to actually make something and represent my family in the best way. So my personal feelings on this is the fact that as the last born, I in a sense, before I was even born there before I was even born in essence, there were already expectations of me. And those expectations of me were told to me from not only my family members, but people that were just around me. So I just have random people come and be like, oh my gosh, you, oh, I remember when your brother used to do this or do that. Oh my gosh, your sister used to be on stage and she used to talk about this. And for that, it was always me having to compete with what I want to do with my life and what I'm actually expected to do with my life as a last born of a family. So it actually is extremely challenging, especially with the fact that like I didn't actually want to study anything similar to what my family members were studying. So I actually wanted to go into more of the social sciences and my brother and sister were like the hard sciences, you know, with with like biology, chemistry, physics and all that fun stuff. And I never actually really enjoyed all this stuff. Like I remember when I took my A-levels, I took economics, math, and I took biology. And I only took biology because it was expected of me to know biology because biology was what my family, my brother and sister had taken while they did their A-levels. So to me, it really was the fact that this is what was expected of me based on what other people had done, not what was actually expected of not that no actually what I could do. And I think it really was an issue I had to deal with for a long period of time up until after I left the UK into where I said I am my own person. I'm not based off on, you know, being the last one in this family or being somebody else's brother and sister that I am Tolu and I'm going to focus on what I believe I can do well and show you that even if it's different from what was your quote unquote status quo, 
that it can be done. So I think one of the best ways to measure, you know, the person to succeed is not actually look at it from the outside perspective because people are always going to have their opinions or their thoughts about you. Even people who don't know you, in my experience, lots of people who don't know you have the most to say about you. So I think the first step to actually dealing with this pressure is to actually look into yourself and say, what do I want to do? What do I want to achieve? What do I like or dislike? Like at the end of the day, you have to prove to the world or prove to people. It's kind of unfortunate. You have to prove to people your worth. You have to show them through your actions, through your accolades, through these many things that you do that this is who I am. And regardless of whatever pressures or whatever else happened with the other people around me or my family members or even what my parents did, that this is who I am and this is how I continue to be. So that's the first step to dealing with the pressure. Uh, all right, so coming down to actually coming to the United States was honestly one of the biggest decisions of my life. I it was after the first year of my A-levels and I said I really wasn't feeling this. And I think it comes back to what I said before about being the last born. Is like I was expected to feel, you know, the whole England vibe because my brother and sister had lived in the UK and like, you know, gra- were graduating or had graduated and things were sorting out for them. But it was like, you know, I'm not going to be put inside this scenario in which i am expected to fit into a society because other people have fit into that society it has to come down to what you have to do so i remember sitting down with my dad saying basically yeah bro that's not how i said it but you know what i mean like i spoke to him and i had a conversation and said you know i want to do my own thing i want to go to the u.s you know self-taught myself the sats passed and got into maryland but it comes down to that that's like that's how i came to the u.s but coming to the U.S., you realize, you know, it's a whole different ball game. Not even going to go into race because you can talk about race for like literally hours and hours. But even just apart from that, like the U.S. is a completely different country than any other country you can actually in the world. So, you know, coming down to the U.S. and like seeing all these strange things like people's cultures, people's beliefs, you know, their religious beliefs, their political beliefs and so on like there are just so many different moving parts at the exact same time especially when i'm young and i'm trying to you know learn more about myself and learn about what i want to do and what's my plan for my life and so on and i have to also do with the fact that i'm navigating you know this intercultural relationships interpersonal relationships and so on because bear with me, I'd been here for like holidays, but there's a difference between living in a country and being here on holiday. Like it was a really big shock. And I think one of the reasons why I was able to actually do this shock was the fact that I actually met other people that were just as confused as me. So I have other international students, friends who I met up with and were like, yeah, bro, you don't know anything about America. I don't know anything about America. Let's be friends and find out how to actually navigate America. And I think that's one of the best ways to be able to mitigate pressure is to actually have people around you that you can speak to about these things. Like I'm not talking about, you know, talking about friends that you can actually be hundred percent open about with about, you know, the things of your life or the things of your family and bear with me, you know, having other Nigerian friends, you understand the kind of background that I came from. It was actually kind of simple for me to talk to them about these problems, you know, like people who speak your language, people who understand where you are coming from, people who have walked in your shoes my father he was a banker but he also had an accounting degree he's a really interesting person so because he was an accountant he actually used to put all my grades into a spreadsheet and he used to compare it between my brother and sister and he tracked my grades literally 
since like high school, like 10 years ago. And I think it was actually really difficult to see that there's always expectation of me to succeed despite all the things that are going on. And I think it's a limited view coming from people who don't actually live in the situation that you're living in. Like the University of Maryland was a completely different ball game than, you know, the different colleges I spent in the UK or even, you know, school in Nigeria. Like it was a whole different environment, a whole different set of issues. And that's why, you know, it comes back to what I said before, finding the people who can be able to help you lift up that pressure, actually hold that burden with you is what's going to make your life easier. Every man is an island, and I think everybody has something that they're dealing with. They have their own internal things that they're dealing with. So I believe meeting other people that you can honestly be open with it makes it completely a big difference. And it also comes down to how do you deal with your own internal pressure? Because, you know, everybody wants to succeed. Everybody wants to make something out of themselves. Nobody wants to be poor. Nobody wants to, you know, wake up in the morning and one day, 30 years from now, look back at their life and realize that nothing is... They haven't achieved anything or nothing has happened. So the question comes down to how do you honestly deal with those internal pressures as well? Like, and I think it really just comes down to you need to find, now that said, you have people and you have your friends, but you also have to find people who have been in your situation and be able to speak to them. So you also have to find, in an essence, mentors. And I know people talk about mentorship and sometimes it doesn't even seem like it's a, it's a possible thing or it just seems like just talk to some old person they give you information and then you go about your own way but i think it's extremely it's extremely crucial for your development as a person as a professional all in all because it's like you're not the first person who has ever been in the situation that you're in regardless of how bad it may seem like other people have been through some crazy stuff like this life is really full of its ups and downs so the older people Obviously, they can trust and like have common sense and so on and so forth. They can actually rely. They can actually relate to are people who can actually help you change. That can help change your life. So yeah, and another thing that honestly it's said, but like just to be on a very real perspective, is also when it comes down to dealing with the prejudices, your faith. You know, like I'm a born again Christian. I'm a very, very big believer in you know actually reading the Bible and not just being a hearer of the word, but actually being a doer of the doer of the word. And I think when it comes down to actually your faith and you actually going to being serious about it and practicing it, you gain a peace of mind from actually doing this. You know, the Bible says, "Come to me, all who are weary and weak, and I will give you rest." And sometimes looking at all the pressures of your life and all the things that may be going on and looking at like statistics and so on and so forth can actually throw you off. But when you actually sit down and you look into and you actually focus on your faith and focus on the word of God and focus on the fact that it's actually been other people in worse situations than you that have come out and, you know, you can see their testimony or there actually been times in which you just want to feel like there's a, there's something that is driving you and each and every day you aren't just laboring in vain, then I do believe that's something that you should honestly look into. And I always tell people, you know, you may seem like this faith thing is like rules, 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 blah, blah, blah. But people really miss the key elements of it. And I tell you, if you honestly sit down and you actually submit yourself to this thing as unreasonable as it may seem, as and then I've tried it out or as I used to go to church as a kid, I promise you, if you actually sit down and you give it like even just a week and you start seeing the changes in your life, then there's no point in going back. So yeah, so that is basically, yeah. So when it comes down to the pressures, you know, of like the four years in college, it comes down to like, how was I able to do it? And, you know, just to summarize the 
the tips were you know one actually not listening to what people's expectations of me should be but defining what i want to be i think coming down to the fact that you in yourself know you are the architect of your own life you know what you want to do and what you want to build and i do say you know take people's advice but it's not everybody's advice that is actually going to be useful to you so you got to learn to filter out what is honestly useless to you know meet the right groups of people having people who are actually of sensible mind that can actually relate to and speak to about these issues and also find somebody from an older perspective and mentor. It doesn't even have to be that old. I'm saying people that are four or five years older than you can mentor you. People that are two years older than you can mentor you and give you a different perspective of life. Three, as I said, you know, coming down to your faith, it's something that's really important because these are the three things that have allowed me to be able to succeed. And coming from the fact that I came into the U.S. and I knew nobody, looking at my life now, I know there's a big part of me that allowed me to succeed. I graduated from the University of Maryland. Graduated with a, I graduated with a three point four. I was on the dean's list twice, and I have a full time job currently as a fiscal and policy analyst for the Baltimore County government. And I think even with based on the fact that people expected me to succeed because of you know my family background or money or so on and so forth, it's like these three things were extremely big factors. And obviously, family is another big factor, but I didn't really feel like highlighting the importance of family because it's like, it's family. Like, I think people should already know this. And I think coming down to people who may honestly be in the... And my advice to people who may be in the situation is like, I don't personally understand how I'm going to be able to succeed. I don't even see it for me as I'm actually going to be able to achieve anything in my life. Or I'm toiling and toiling and working extremely hard and I feel like all my hard work is in vain. And I have a little word of encouragement for you. Heavenly Father, I come before you today to just pray for those who might be weak, those who might be lost, those who don't know what may be happening in the future. Lord, I ask that you honestly be able to have peace, bring peace to their hearts. The Bible in Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or, or forsake you. And the same way you never left me, Lord, I ask that you honestly impact anybody who is listening to this co- this podcast, O oh Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. I and myself am a living testimony. The fact that I was able to make something of my life after like how rocky and difficult it's been, then I personally believe anybody can honestly make their steps themselves. Like I think people forget that life isn't easy read about people's success stories and all the hardships they went through all the suffering all the lack of food so on and so forth and it's like when we realize that we're in those same situations it's can we be able to persevere and that's something about dealing with pressure is that you need to be able to persevere through uncertainty and what gives me peace in my uncertainty is my faith and also speaking to people that have actually been through other situations and I think in that sense is you need to know how to navigate uncertainty to be able to, de- to be able to deal with the pressures to succeed. Because at the end of the day, I look back in college and like, wow, you know, four years, that was rough. But, you know, I've succeeded. I've achieved. I've gotten my degree. I've gotten a full time position. I've gotten all I need to get. So it, in my belief is. And my belief is basically everybody has the general choose to succeed, but the people who succeed, who don't succeed are the people who either give in to the pressures or quit. So to end each episode of Stories from 96, I actually have to give you a story of my life that relates to a situation that, that relates to the episode. 
So I'm going to talk about something that happened back when I was at Brookhouse College in my A-level days. So I wasn't actually a good public speaker back then. I was really afraid, really nervous, so on and so forth. And I was actually told to give like the commencement speech to the graduating class. And to me, this was a really big deal because it's like I'd never been up there on stage. I'd never met that guy who could talk a lot. And quite frankly, I was nervous. So, you know, I walked to the front of the stage to like the front of like the hall to practice. And like I just had all the chills, like stumbling on my words. The guy who was like coaching me through was like, you know, just calm down, be articulate, obviously talk slowly because apparently I talk too fast. And yeah. And so, yeah, so the time actually came, it was evening, and there was actually a guy from the House of Lords there. I just, I just found that really cool. He's a lord. But I walked in there, you know, and it was my time, and my legs were shaking, and I was, like, nervous. Like, I was bare nervous because I'm like, you know, all these bad things could happen. I could make a mess of myself. I could do so many stupid things but you know i just did what i wanted to do i went to front of the stage and like you know i faked the confidence you know put out my chest enunciated my words and just like you know gave the speech and to me that's one of the proudest things i've done in my life and it was actually quite a lot of pressure it was actually quite difficult for me to do it because i had all these expectations of what it was meant to be right based on you know either the things i'd seen or based on my family and i just realized that you know i just wanted to do something for myself and put myself in the situation in which I can harness my own skills. And if I hadn't done that, I might not have given the TED Talk at the University of Maryland. I may not even be here on this podcast. And that's just something to show that regardless of the pressure to succeed, sometimes you just have to take a leap of faith and just step out and you actually have to speak. You know, before I actually go for anything I've done, like hosting shows or giving a presentation or something like I pray and I pray because it gives me confidence and it gives me peace of mind to be able to know that the words I'm going to speak will be able to impact people so yeah so thank you very much for listening to today's show um, I really would like some feedback so you can leave some feedback in the comment sections and don't be afraid to get in touch with me via Instagram um, Twitter or Facebook, I'm really open for comments, I'm open for suggestions, I've got a lot more topics I want to get out there over the next couple of weeks, so please do stay tuned, and thank you very much for listening, have an amazing day.